0: Hey, Senda.
1: Hey, Phil.
0: Do you want to recap our last trip to Metatopia again?
1: Yeah, I do (laughs) for the second time.
0: Let's cue cue that music. And... Welcome to Pandas Talking Games. I am your host suffering from deja vu, Phil.
1: And I'm your other host doing this for the second time tonight, Senda. <laughs>
0: hey, uh, just if you're listening to this right now, um, this is our Metatopia recap um, episode. We lost our audio uh, right. for yep. our original recording, which we just did, which we just finished like five we minutes ago. We just
1: finished it. Yes. Uh, and it was all... It's all messed up.
0: Something was wrong with my mic. Uh, We didn't catch it until we got to the end of the episode and suddenly realized that um, our timestamps were different and that is uh, impossible to fix. (laughs) Yeah. There is no way that I can be at 36 um, minutes and you can be at 49 and that you could make anything out of this. In addition to that, it is your birthday week. Your birthday is on Thursday. It's true. Um, Therefore, we have to have the show wrapped by Wednesday. Uh, by Wednesday, which means <laughs> that uh, we are not editing the show, uh, and because it is the second time we're recording it, this will be a much shorter version Very fast. of the Very show. condensed. But yeah. we love you, and we didn't want to uh, not have some audio for you this coming week, because missing two weeks is um, just a thing that we're Bad. not really capable of. So, Right. Uh, anyway. Uh, Please enjoy our short show. Our full, normal-length shows uh, we'll be picking up again uh, next week. I'm already picked out a topic and uh, am starting to noodle around with it, and I will be writing it later this week. So anyway, with all of that aside, uh, this is our Metatopia recap episode. We are going to talk about our overall impressions. Um, We're going to talk about some of the games that we... um, Play tested from other designers we'll talk about some seminars we went to and then we're going to settle in and talk about the ditch lilies and then uh, we're going to be done and uh, we're both going to go to sleep because yes, it's late it's
1: going to be it's going to be as we said very brief the previous version had more discussion of this but we're not going to have time to
0: recreate that so apologies our our <laughs> our most humble apologies about that Anyway, um, our overall impressions are actually pretty lined up, having uh, done this just a few minutes ago. And (laughs) uh, so I'll just kind of sum it up. Um, We definitely played more games this year uh, than we went to two seminars, uh, which was fine. I think that that was really... uh, The seminars are always great, but they are also all all recorded. So there is a way to actually catch up on those. Um, We saw lots of people. Uh, I missed yeah. a few key people that I really would have liked to have hung out with a bit more. Jason Pitt being one of them, because I, lo- yeah. I love him dearly. Um, yeah. But uh, we met some new friends. Uh, we hung out with some very dear friends. And uh, we had a um, fantastic Misdirected Mark uh, night, a dinner. We went, yeah, uh, we went out to dinner. Yeah, dinner. Yeah, we went out to everyone who was there, which included Monica and Ray. We got to meet Ray in person.
1: Yes, in the flesh. It and,
0: was marvelous. And Danielle um
1: and Danielle, which was also marvelous and we all got to experience the simultaneous table reaction when rob took off his do rag
0: yes i'm glad i mentioned it to him that was yes, quite that
1: was amazing
0: rob <laughs> rob literally ages before your eyes
1: it's it's wild yes it's a very <laughs> he's different ageless and then suddenly
0: ask, he's human. it's ask me about my ask me about my character then ask me about my garden yes So yeah, so that was, and that was actually a lot of fun. We went out, um, we had a big dinner uh, at Ming 2. I don't know what happened to Ming 1, but- Don't ask. Don't ask, right. (laughs) Uh, But Ming 2 was quite delightful. Um, And and, uh, pineapple fried rice was delicious. Yeah, it was good.
1: And so were, what were the things we got before that? Oh, those were chicken- chicken wontons?
0: They were fried wonton with chicken, not pork, because normally they come with pork and you won't eat pork. But yes. this time they were chicken, and you got to actually partake in them. And they were delicious. Fried wonton, fried wonton is some pretty good stuff.
1: It was very good. Anyway, cool. So, so we will zoom right through this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that was a, so overall impressions. Uh, Metatopia once again excellent. Very, um, very good conference. Not convention. Very good conference. Um, it, yes. And it is a. Yeah, we Game worked designer hard. Designer working conference. Yeah, yeah, totally worked hard, uh, and and yeah. and had cool road trip with Bob. Bob was our. Yes, uh, we
1: did also have a cool road trip with Bob and waffles.
0: Oh, and I loved the waffles. Funkin' Waffles, Syracuse, we didn't even, New York.
1: And we ran into more Metatopians at Funkin' Waffles. We didn't even talk about this last time, but anyway, we don't have time to talk about it this time. But it was delightful. Yes. I'm just going to keep saying everything was delightful. Anyway, because it was delightful. Overall,
0: very good time. Yes. So cool. Um. Let's uh, just go through uh, in a short format uh, some of the games that we got to play test.
1: Right. So, why don't I just tell you two that I'm just going to call out? Sounds good. Um, so, uh, the first one is Chrysalis Crystal Rebirth, which is by Olivia Montoya, and it is a magical girl's. Um, um metaphor for neurodiversity um queerness and um all kinds of disability in a very beautiful and very affirming and wonderful way and I can't wait to see more of it we didn't play a ton of it but it was amazing um and then one that we actually played together which is a cute little card game um where you get to play evil evil little cats um called catastrophe by Eric Simon, which uh that'll be something as soon as that one comes out, I'll just buy that, because that'll be a little game with little tokens and stuff I will absolutely play and like it's very fun.
0: Yeah. Right? It was a very enjoyable claws, game.
1: Claws and yowls. Yow
0: suddenly cat.
1: Suddenly Cat was, a am- and what an amazing card, Suddenly Cat. It,
0: it explains everything you need to know about the game in one card, Suddenly Cat. Right.
1: there is a card that is an action you can take, which is Suddenly Cat. Yes. Um, good, what are some of the things that you played that you were just impressed with?
0: Um, I got to play uh, Solvers by Betsy Rosenblatt. I'm so excited about that game. This is a story <laughs> game that emulates the uh, Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys books and does a um, remarkable job. Uh, just dialing in the genre of those. Yes. There are these awesome chapter headings. And uh, you make up your mystery as you go and then solve it as you go. Yes. So it's a zero prep. Very cool. Zero prep, uh, Teen, uh, preteen, tween, teenager uh, style story game. Dug it very much. Yes. Good, good, good. Uh, also played uh, A Space Between by James Malloy, uh, a game uh, designed to punch you right in the feels. Boy, um, boy is it. the A story about um, a space ice hauler and uh, their significant other who stays back on Earth, their lighthouse, so to speak. Um, and uh, it plays out in scenes as um, the trucker comes back from various halls and uh, you have to explain to each other uh, what has happened in the time that has passed between you? So, what happened in space and what happened uh, on Earth? And uh, depending on the trip, those are different lengths of time. So, yeah.
1: And sometimes you come back and your lighthouse has exploded Yellowstone, but we will leave that aside. <laughs>
0: I did not explode Yellowstone. Yellowstone exploded. As it was, we all just wear rebreathers now. And it's okay (laughs) because uh, my class painted your rebreather for you. So you're all set.
1: Yeah, no problem. Just don't spend a lot of time
0: outside. Yeah, so um, Um, both of of those games are still in development. Um, I think it'll be a little while before either one of them makes their way to Kickstarter. But um, both of them were wickedly enjoyable. And uh, I had uh, a wonderful time playing, uh, playtesting both of them, and look forward to um, seeing them uh, in the future.
1: Yes, awesome! What are some of the the let's Let's just talk about seminars for a second. First, we did one.
0: Yeah, we did one working uh, with podcasters for promotion, uh, which was um, James Malloy, yep. uh, you, me, yep. and Rachel Shelke from uh, Plus One Forward, and uh, it was really good. This podcast focused on. Um, us as podcasters talking to game designers about the best ways to get, um, their games promoted on various podcasts. And we kind of just kind of gave them a like a sneak peek of what, like what it is to be on the podcaster side of that. And like, what are the good do's and don'ts like about having a good mic and, um, about un- understanding production processes so that, like, you don't show up like the week before your Kickstarter and be like, cool, can I be on your show? And then be like, no, we're okay. like, we record no. six weeks out. And
1: yes, I record. I have my schedule planned several months. I am planned through February at minimum right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we, we gave a lot of, um, you know, we just gave a lot of different advice about like how to contact podcasters to understand uh, a little bit about podcasting, um, like the, the work that goes into them and then, uh, some tips on, um, how to sound good because, um, that's a big, that's a big deal for podcasters is like, if you come on, you need to sound good.
1: And uh, the good news about that is if you are interested in that topic, um, at some point it'll be out on the RPG Panelcast, so you will be able to download and listen to that actual panel as we set it and recorded it. Um, so that'll be a thing.
0: Cool. What was the other um, uh, seminar that we went to?
1: Yeah. So the other one that we made it to was uh, the Queer World Building Seminar, um, which was cool. And it was one, it was, uh, I went to it this year, but you also went to it last year.
0: I did. I did yeah. indeed. Uh, and it was really good. Um, once again, uh, I like to just go to it. Um, I like to go to it because I still at times struggle as thinking of myself as a queer game designer and like not just a uh, game designer. And so, uh, I really just try to soak in, um, I just kind of soak in the discussion. And this year, uh, really my takeaway, uh, from it was about found family uh, which is a thing I totally understand. Um, I mean, it's totally a, a huge part of the queer experience. It was a huge part of my non-queer experience, having moved to a city where I didn't know anyone. Uh, so, I have a lot of found family here in Buffalo. Uh, and uh, we're definitely going to work some of those themes into the ditch lilies, because the ditch lilies, as you said in the previous recording, which is lost to antiquity, Um <laughs> was uh is a found family
1: they are a found family so speaking of the ditch lilies yeah we brought we brought to playtest the ditch lilies road tour um which is a game that we are working on um and it is awesome and before it hit metatopia this year it had seen we think maybe two and a half hours of playtesting yes maybe. maybe if that if that Agreed. Not very much.
0: So we didn't. So we had three play tests scheduled for it. We had one Friday, one Saturday, one Sunday, and um, when we got to the Friday play test, I did not have a strong feeling of.
1: We didn't know
0: how to play test or what to even look for.
1: Yeah, we didn't even know what we needed to test for yet, or like, I don't know. This has really not been played very much. <laughs> so
0: we ran it. We ran. Yeah. It. I had. I had um, whipped up a scenario for us. Um, and we set the ditch lilies loose, and we just kind of let let the we let it go, and see, like just to see where the game went. And yeah. um, the uh, when we when we got together after the play test, um, we figured out how we wanted to do the other two play tests, and so we used that first play test to kind of bootstrap um, the Saturday and Sunday play tests. Which, right,
1: and we. Sorry, keep going. As you
0: say, which was really helpful because it gave yes. us it gave us direction uh, and some objectives.
1: Yes, which was super good. Um, and it gave us some things to sort of pinpoint and work on, right? Which we hadn't necessarily anticipated. Yep. Um, in terms of balance and stuff, which is cool. Um, and then it gave us the opportunity because we had those three play tests to evolve. And say, okay, we tested this, and now we know this is an issue of balance. So now we're going to try a little tweak for the next test, and just see what happens, right? And yeah. get additional feedback with that change.
0: And mechanically, so on the mechanic side, on the plus side, it, the uh, overall, I think the one engine worked. Like oh, this, yeah. a- this adaptation of the one engine uh, definitely works. Uh, I, people took to it. I think that people, uh, it did not take long to explain the mechanics of the game. And um, we got to see people make interesting decision points around um, whether they wanted to take the high die or whether they wanted to take a sequence, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, which is the cool thing about that system to me is that's a fun little decision-making yep. like point. Yeah, it's, right? a
0: cool, it's a cool decision point. So those parts, I think, worked fine. And then the parts that didn't was that there's definitely... Um, some tweaking that we need to do around uh, what's called the, the uh, trouble pool, which is kind of the pool of dice the GM uses to make intrusions and things like that in the game, uh, and that definitely isn't working uh, correctly. It's a it's bit not, overpowered.
1: Not quite Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But those are those are easy fixes. Like those are fixes. Right. I say easy. Those are tweaks we make to tune the game.
1: Right. The overall concept of the game and the actual characters and all of the things about like the idea itself, those went over really well.
0: Yes, right? that was actually. So that's,
1: and that's what we needed to know, right? Like this is worth continuing to work on.
0: Yeah, I think that people dug uh, what the game was about. I think they yeah. dug um, what it was you did in the game, like like running around trying to fix the car transmission or trying to get Rock yeah. the Vote Um, the rock the vote concert back on, like, I think people were like, no, no, those are cool. And, and found ways to found interesting ways to try to make those happen. Yeah. Um, we had a number of queer players come play test the game and they all, um, had very nice things to say about, uh, both the setting as well as the characters feeling, um, like good connection to the characters, which I also thought was really, uh, was really important. Yeah. And uh, to me, that was probably if there was one thing that was more important coming out of Metatopia, it was that uh, the genre, the things you do in the game and thematically how the characters and stuff worked. That to me was more important than the mechanics being right. Like right. M- mechanics well, are, yeah. mechanics it's, it's are fixable. Super alpha. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. We can fix the mechanics. We can tweak them. We know what we're looking for. Right. Yeah. Let's just let me just throw out one last thing that we learned, and I just want to confirm with you. I'm at 17 minutes. Are you at 17 minutes?
0: 17:09. And 10, okay.
1: Yep. Um, <laughs> just checking. <laughs> just checking. Valid. Um, um, so uh, the one last thing I just want to toss out there that we learned is that uh, we can co GM.
0: Oh goodness, goodness! <laughs> can we? Uh, so the way we, ran, the way we ran the way we ran the playtest, which was different than past playtests, because uh, one turning point doesn't have a GM, right. and in Hydra Hackers, you often played a character, and, did. and gave me kind of the player perspective. But yeah, um, I played did, that game so much. <laughs> right, the Ditchleys has four spots, and we were able to fill all those. Uh, so you didn't have to. Um, you I didn't have to playing. play. Yeah, you, I was
1: gonna take notes like when you were testing uh, "Long Live the Queen," right? But then, like, but it was great. Down you were for a minute. <laughs> you were sitting
0: next to me, and we hit a spot where I wasn't sure what to do, and you jumped right in, and I instinctively jumped back. Yeah, and um, in a very smooth fashion, like you took the reins for a little bit, and then I jumped it back on, like back onto the yeah, story, and, just
1: and passed it right back. I, it I, was uh, it was actually really good and really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have for the longest time have been like, um, I haven't been anti code jamming, but I have always said that Code jamming would require. Uh, a high degree of communication and kind of being in sync with with the other GM to be able to kind of play seamlessly like that, um, yeah. and it very much worked. Like
1: right, so like we might try to do it a little bit more intentionally.
0: <laughs> yeah, like actually do some co-GMing, yeah. which I think, yeah. um, which S- super cool. I think would be super cool because I think it would do two things, right? Like one, um, a game could get kind of zany, but I'll mm. get it back on the rails. Like I'll like <laughs> like. Yep. I'll get the game back under on track and moving again, um, yes, but at the same time, <laughs> it could be a little lighter because I tend not to run games that are super, um, like that aren't wacky. I, I run. I, I think I have run my share of funny games, but my humor is often tends to be a bit, um, a bit drier. Like for instance, uh, the Bradista.
1: <laughs> the Bradista is the best. He will be in all Ditch coffee shops and yes. the Ditch Lilies from now until And what's forever. the coffee shop? Big Mugs.
0: Big Mugs. <laughs>
1: big Mugs.
0: <laughs> and the U is, got is a, a mug. Is a mug it's, got it's got a handle
1: <laughs> and it's got steam coming out of
0: big it. Big Mugs. Yeah. Big Mugs. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, I totally think that we could, um, I'm now very confident we could co-GM. And I think it would be a blast uh, this coming con season for the 2020 con season, Um, not only to do Ditch Lilies as a team, but to actually look at a couple, like pick another game. That we both know, and just be like, "Cool, let's run this game together." Like,
1: we're just going to run this together. Yeah, it, I think it'll be really interesting and fun to experiment with it because it is uncharted territory for us. Yeah, anyway,
0: it's it's something we haven't done before, so that's like let's do fodder it. for all new um, <laughs>
1: for more shows. More, that's more show and material. Do articles? That's oh. like all sorts of stuff. We just got to do it.
0: Ridiculous.
1: We have to do it so we can come back and report to all of you.
0: Absolutely. So overall... he has got to take the bullet. <laughs> overall, Digital League's play playtest went very well. Yeah, There's yeah, still we'll a lot of least. work left to do. Um, yeah. But I think in 2020, you will see us um, bringing it to cons to start playing with people, as well as um, doing some online stuff with some of our patrons, um, just so that people can uh, get a taste for it. Now, yeah. normally, we would talk about a show on the Misdirected Mark Network, but tonight, we're going to talk about a show that we want on the Misdirected Mark Network. yes.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, We have a very special announcement. You may have seen it starting to float around the social medias, um, depending on when you are hearing this. Um, So, Misdirected Mark is putting out a call. Um, We want to hear pitches from non-binary or gender-fluid people um, about what podcast you might want to make that uh, highlights or features non-binary or gender fluid people in gaming in whatever that means to you. And that could be actual play, that could be discussion, that could be interviews, you know, whatever you are interested in doing, we would like to hear about it. And then we would like to support you in doing it. So that means um we can do a certain amount of um equipment support. Um we have uh all of the stuff set up to get the podcast uh uploaded, sent out, server space is already taken care of, you know, we can get it submitted everywhere and deal with all of that nitty-gritty stuff. Um, and uh, and we, then we have the marketing engine of Misdirected Mark um, to make sure that your show gets out there. Uh, so
0: also logos and oh yeah, yeah sorry
1: uh, all of the things, right?. Yeah. Um, so basically we're really excited. We would like to hear from you if that describes you. And if you have a thought on something that would be cool like that, it doesn't have to be a fully completed thought. You can send it over and, you know, we can spitball something and see if there's something that comes out of it, a spark that works for us. Um, we would really like to just add more voices to the mix there. And we have a little bit of space to do that. So we would like to share that with you and lower as many barriers as possible. We can. So if you are interested in that or you have any thoughts or ideas, um, you can drop us an email, contact at misdirectedmark.com. Rob and I are both checking that. And um, if you would like more specific details, you can check out the news article that just dropped um, on Monday, the 18th of November um, on the Misdirected Mark website. And we will probably be continuing to talk about that for a while. Um, So absolutely, if you have an idea, please just, you know, drop it over. Right. Awesome. There's no like it could be anything. It could be actual play. It Could be like I'm going to do she's a super geek, but I'm going to do it as non-binary people cool. Could be I an love interview it.
0: show. Could be, it could, be uh, could be game design show.
1: I, could, I may not you could talk about something with authority.
0: Yes. You know? <laughs> However you verb games.
1: <laughs> However you verb games, I want to hear about it and um and I want to see um you know a show out there that is um specifically featuring um folks who are non-binary or gender fluid. Rock on. Um, so, let us know about those things. And, um, yes, no, I'll say the rest of that later. Good. <laughs> Sorry. No editing tonight. Woo.
0: <laughs> say, Senda, uh, where can people reach us on the internet?
1: Well, you can find us on Twitter at pandas talk games. You can find us in the misdirected Mark forums where you can continue to enter to win the contest for a game, not a game bag, a dice bag. Yes, that is what they are called. It is becoming very late in the evening now. um, If you just write an intro, or you can send us an email, panda at misdirectedmark.com. And Phil, once they find us in one of those places, what can they do with that information?
0: Please, please, please uh, share your topics. This show is 181 episodes in, and 95% of them have been topics that you have provided. Uh, We like that ratio very much. We like to talk about the things that you find interesting. So send us your questions, your ideas, um, your thoughts about uh, games. We'll turn it into a show. Uh I'm pretty good at it now. Um so
1: <laughs> you have some practice. Got some
0: practice. <laughs> so I pretty much get I'll get something into the form of a show. Um and uh yeah, we like to talk about the things that you find interesting and we want to just keep doing that. So um keep playing games and keep coming up with questions and we'll answer them. Yeah. Uh, if you like what we do here elsewhere on the Mr. Mark Network, uh, you can check out our Patreon campaign. Go to patreon.com slash MMP. Patrons get all sorts of goodies. Access um, to our Slack Room for Life. Our Minecraft server. Um, come, uh, oh, you get the bonus outtakes from this show when we're not um, doing a fast uh, non-edited show, which is right. most of the time.
1: Most of the time, aka most any time, but this time, Correct. Mostly.
0: You get the after show. Uh, from Mr. to Mark. That's a cool thing where we just hang out on the mics at the end of uh, our live show. Uh, you get all sorts of other assorted goodies. Um, harp music occasionally shows up. <laughs> uh, give it, hit him no, with no. the harp real quick. Just give Re- him a little. Okay, ready? Ready? Yeah. Just right. There you go. Like Harp music is a thing. I uh, Rumors are the Shira transformation might be the next thing you're working on. No,
1: but I think my Sass Geek people are going to get that. I don't know. We'll have to have a
0: conversation. Yeah, the Sask Geek people can get it, and then the Mr. <laughs> Dr. Mark people can get it. They're the same peoples. Anyway, um... There's all sorts of goodies um, that we like to shower upon our patrons. We also like to do a shout-out, and tonight, for the sake of speed, uh, we are going to shout-out to all our patrons uh, who help keep us um, funded, um, who make all of this uh, on the network possible. And to,
1: To be clear um extra seriously super thanks things like us being able to put out a call for a show um that highlights some more folks that we don't necessarily hear enough from um the reason that we are able to do that is because of the backing of patrons like you so um very seriously thank you um we love being able to take those resources and try to make a difference
0: yeah absolutely that's uh super important there's one more thing people can do um, if they're already supporting the Patreon campaign, which is awesome, or unable to support the Patreon campaign, which is totally uh, understandable. There's a thing that you can do that's like a, a mountain of bamboo uh, before our small uh, pandas. Um, what is that thing?
1: That is, you could leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Every new review we get really does actually help new people find the show, which is fantastic. And if you leave it somewhere that is not the Apple US Podcast Store, like, please let us know about it because it is impossible to try to track where all of those are. And we seriously love to get them and to read them. And thank you so very much to everyone who has already left a review. Um, They make us giddy like too much
0: bamboo. Yeah, thanks very much. So, see, uh, Cinda, show me how uh, we're going to design the intraband conflict mechanics for the Ditch Lilies.
1: Yeah, thanks, Ericson. This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Got, ay, show me what you got show me what you got, ay, show, me what you got ay, show me what you got show me what you got,
0: ay, show, me what you got ay, show me what you got show me what you got Bloop. well this has never happened before
1: yeah we actually just had to scrap our entire episode that we just recorded
0: yeah um, you know <laughs> you know here's a bad sign when you get to the end of the recording and senda says well that was way too long we went 49 minutes and i go no, we didn't. Audacity says we went 36 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then
1: we go, uh-oh.
0: So like 10 minutes of my <laughs> audio vanished.
1: Just disappeared. But, but not like consecutive minutes.
0: No, ten randomly. Minutes,
1: 10 minutes of tiny little seconds of audio in every single word that you said.
0: Terrible
1: very bad. So I just want to say right now to make sure I am currently at 45 seconds, 46, 47.
0: yep is that me too. you are? Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. So
1: folks, I'm just making sure <laughs> folks,
0: this is going to be unedited shorter. Uh, and we're going to do short. a much thinner version of the episode that we had done previously. And we're very sorry about that, but yeah, that uh, we don't arny. want a two week gap in our schedule. And so we're going to dive right in. We're going to start the show right now. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Meow. Meow. Bloop. Do 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 Okay. Bloop.
1: Show me what you got. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. Are you at like twenty-seven and a half? What you got? Ah ah twenty-seven thirty-five
0: thirty-six thirty-seven, and stop. Stop.